in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. One, two... This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle, and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. for being my affiliate partner for my podcast, as well as my blog at christinekellogg.com. Lovence brings sex tech to every bedroom. Their wide selection of sex toys can be controlled via Bluetooth and even at long distances through their app. Find out how to take your experiences and control to the next level at lovence.com. Episode 22. Ever wonder what a day in my life is like? Well, today, we're going to talk about it. And I think you'll probably be pretty shocked and probably mildly amused. But first, let's address some housekeeping. Heartfelt thank you to all my Chastity Mansion listeners. I have been getting some amazing feedback and messages from you all, and I am loving it. I'm just tiptoeing into being involved in this platform. As you hear me say frequently, time is sometimes a struggle for me. I'm really enjoying it so far. So thank you all for being so welcoming and kind and all your amazing feedback. If you're not on my OnlyFans, you totally missed out on a couple pictures of me getting ready for my camping season at my happy place. Get over there and subscribe. It's free. What do you have to lose? If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. It's okay. Three. I met a couple of new friends on Twitter this week. 
Yeah, so what, you might say. But these new friends of mine have a couple of fantastic businesses that I'd like to talk about. The first one that I came across is called Naughty Jim. I mean, right away, how cool does that sound? It's a lifestyle workout program. You should totally check them out. It's NaughtyJim.com. And stay tuned to future episodes because I'm going to try and get them to do an interview with me so I, a very unfit, terribly eating person, can ask a bunch of questions and get details on how a beginner like me fits into their program and being optimistic about my future, how their program works for the more advanced exercise enthusiasts. I mean, goals one day. I would like to be an exercise enthusiast. I just wish I could do it while I was sitting on my butt. Also, while on the Twitter machine, I stumbled across a business called Bundy's. In case your brain is having a slow day like mine, seems to be happening more frequently with age, this little Etsy shop is full of fun undies. (laughs) Get it? Bundy's? I think it's punny. I love it. It's a great name. Side note, it's spelt Fundies, F-U-N-D-E-E-S. And they're so fun. In fact, I may implement a few into my subby's wardrobe. Go check them out. Let me know what you think. Both of these businesses will have a link in my description. I have gotten some amazing ideas for upcoming episodes, and conveniently, I have a Patreon where my patrons can suggest and vote on upcoming topics for my podcast. The lowest level is like $5 a month. That's one less coffee a month from Starbucks. That's all it takes. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not begging for money. I'm just throwing it out there in case you're interested. No pressure. I would also like to say that I am very appreciative of the members that I already have. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much. Now enough of that. Let's get into what a day in the life of Christine's FLR looks like. So the fun begins when I wake up, or waking up, I don't wake myself up, waking up around 6.30, or being realistic, it's more like 7 or 7.30, but 6.30 is goals for me. My subby is in charge of setting alarms the night before, and in the morning, he very nicely rubs my back and says my name, and tells me it's time to get up. Usually, it's It's time to make the donuts. Might have just aged myself there. This process can take a while because I really enjoy my warm bed and all my blankets. And most of the time, I don't want to get up. I always get up. And once I'm awake, he grabs the things I need for my shower. And we get in the shower together. I, of course, enjoy the nice hot water first, which feels amazing given the frozen tundra I'm living in. 
or it's probably not quite as bad as I'm making it sound, but it's still really fucking cold here. I get my hair nice and wet. He gets the right amount of shampoo in his hands and washes my hair. It feels fantastic. It's like a scalp massage. We do the same thing with conditioner. I rinse it off. Then he grabs my body wash and lathers up my loofah and washes my body and I rinse off. He then starts his shower process, washing his hair and body and all of that, being sure to share the warm water with me every once in a while. Of course, at some point during the shower, I have to take the shower head and put it on the strongest jets and spray it on his little caged weenie. Which probably causes some pain, but I think there's probably some enjoyment in there too. It's fun. It kind of makes my morning. Our shower time is also the time where we discuss upcoming events, which kids need to go where, when, what recording needs to be done, what sounds good for supper that night. Pretty hot shit, huh? This is really a good preview of what the rest of this podcast is going to sound like this episode. We have to be very intentional with our alone time because it's very limited. Once we're done playing in the shower, I make my subby dry me off and then he dries himself off and we cover up and head back down to the bedroom where I choose my body lotion for the day and he applies it for me once he's done he starts his process i get dressed finish my morning routine or finish working on my morning routine once he's ready because he's always ready before me much less to do for him he gets my morning drink of choice usually i have a celsius every day sometimes i have coffee and if i want coffee he makes it for me now keep in mind, he cannot stand coffee. Doesn't like the taste at all, but he still makes it for me because he's a good subby. He brings down my morning drink of choice, like I said, usually a Celsius, so that I can sip on it while I am finishing my morning routine. He goes back upstairs and makes his breakfast. I am not a breakfast eater. I never really have been, and I know that's horrible, but I just don't like eating right away in the morning so he will make his breakfast and make sure my water bottle because i do hydrate that's points right make sure my water bottle is full with ice and water before he heads out the door for work and of course he gives me a kiss before he goes if it snowed the night before because we live somewhere where it snows which is dumb i don't like snow I shouldn't complain. It could be worse. We don't live in Alaska. If it has snowed the night before, he will shovel the driveway, make sure my vehicle is cleaned off or any vehicle that I may be driving that day because we have a car lot in our driveway. Unless you watched my TikTok where he failed one day, but make sure that's all good to go. On garbage days, he takes the bins down to the end of the driveway for the pickup. Once he leaves for work, I start my daily tasks, which from day to day change pretty drastically depending on my voiceover workload, 
I try to answer all my emails and correspondence, social media stuff, all before my kids are up for school. But most days I'm still finishing it up as they're starting their classes because we are all still virtual. I love my life. Majority of the rest of my morning is helping kids with school and other small things around the house until lunchtime when I make the kids lunch. Once lunch is done, kids are fed, dishes are put away, or done and in the dishwasher, whatever I feel like doing that day. I head back downstairs to my office or the booth, whatever I have to do, and work some more. Kids are generally done with school time. School time. They're done with school usually. Well, the girls who are in high school are done by noon, and my youngest, who is 11, is usually done by 2 ish depending on what they have going for the day but we have school time until three and that's usually when I start hauling kids where they need to go if the girls have to work or whatever the case may be and that's also the time when the interruptions start more frequently so generally my work process slows way down at three And again, every day is different. It depends on what the kids have going on or what my workload is. If I have something that has to get done, they know they have to leave me alone until I can get it done. Now, throughout the day, my subby and I will text about different things. Or sometimes if I'm feeling naughty, I'll send him some naughty pics to make his cage uncomfortable. Otherwise, they're pretty vanilla texts. He does text me before purchasing anything outside of what we have determined a necessity, such as gas or work materials. Those he doesn't have to get my approval because I'm busy here while he's at work. I mean, I have things going on and I'm not always on my phone. I try to always have it close to me just in case, but he knows what he's allowed to buy. And if he texts me and I don't respond, he doesn't get it. It's as easy as that. And we have our boundaries set. He knows what's acceptable and what's not. He will also text me and tell me where he's working because it changes from day to day. He's all over. He'll tell me where he's working. He'll text me and let me know that he's going from one job to the next or and where that's at. Or he always texts me when he's on his way home. I also have my location. I have his location on my phone so I can keep an eye on where he is because obviously some days his days are busy too and things come up and he forgets it happens doesn't mean there isn't a little bit of a punishment for it sometimes so when he texts me and tells me that he is on his way home I generally, I mean, I have a purpose for wanting to know that other than my own personal reasons. I will generally figure out where he's at, how long it's going to take him to get home, and then I gauge when to start supper. By my choice, I choose to plan supper on him coming or when he's going to be home so that when he gets home, he has enough time to take a hot shower. And once he gets out of the shower, he can sit down and have a hot meal after, you know, his long day of work. His job is very labor intensive, and I know I've said that before. So after we eat supper, we'll discuss the day's events, and then he will clean up the dinner dishes, 
or whatever I made for supper, he'll clean, you know, whatever I used, get the stuff in the dishwasher. And then depending on how he's feeling, sometimes, you know, he'll have pain in his shoulder and his back or whatever, just regular day-to-day aches and pains. Some days I will give him a little bit of a rub down. I don't know if I've said this on my podcast. I know I have on my TikTok, but I'm a massage therapist as well. So depending on how I feel, because, you know, it's all about me. Sometimes I'll give him a little bit of a shoulder rub or I'll rub the spot on his back that seems to be bothering him that day. And sometimes I just tell him what stretches to do, put some heat or ice on it and take some Advil. (laughs) It just really depends on the day. I generally take pretty good care of him, though. Once we've done all that, we sit down. Sometimes we watch YouTube. Sometimes we watch something on Netflix. We'll just sit and discuss more about the day's events or what happened with the kids. Or sometimes the kids will come out and have something they want to talk to us about. Every night is really different. It depends on who's working, where they're working, what they're doing, who needs rides here or there. The girls will, fingers crossed, hopefully have their license by this summer. So that will help with some of that. But we'll sit down, we'll discuss what's on the docket for the next day. If there's anything that has popped up throughout the day that he needs to talk to me about. We'll just kind of sit and discuss that. Our bedtime routine is pretty consistent, and I'm quite fond of it. We get all the kids situated, make sure everybody's home, everything's ready for the next day for them. They got everything done they needed to for school, whatever the case may be. And we will come downstairs and sit on the bed, and I will get a foot rub with lotion. It's like my favorite time of the day. He gives amazing foot rubs. He has fantastic hands. While he is rubbing my feet, sometimes we will just talk about our plans for the future or just, we'll just discuss the day's events again. Or, you know, sometimes, so my youngest is very good at interrupting conversations or dominating conversations. I don't know where he gets his dominant nature. Hmm. But sometimes it's very hard for us to actually have a conversation while he is awake and participating in the nightly routine or activities so sometimes our daily recap doesn't take place until we're downstairs in our room everybody's situated getting ready for bed so sometimes that's when we'll talk about the day's events it just really depends we have very limited alone time so I think that's part of the reason that the nighttime routine is my favorite Because it's generally one-on-one, I have his full attention, which I normally do, but, and he has my full attention, and it's just nice to be able to connect, especially while he's rubbing my feet, and it's more than just him rubbing my feet. I have a physical reaction when he touches me. It's very calming and grounding, and I don't know how to explain it, but just when we have a conversation, fully focused on each other and he's rubbing my feet or even just even if we're just touching it doesn't necessarily have to be him rubbing my feet 
it's just very calming, allows me to concentrate on what's being said. There's nothing going on around me. It's just one of my favorite parts of the day. And I love talking to him. We could talk for hours. I love it. We are usually dead to the world by about 10.30 or 11. We are out like a light. And then we wake up and start all over again. Pretty basic, pretty vanilla for the most part. I do want to address a message I received from an OF subscriber that was curious about the chastity aspect of our relationship. It was regarding how long I leave my subby locked and how often I allow him a release. Much like our life, we don't have a consistent schedule for this. The only time he isn't caged is if he's doing some manscaping because he likes to keep it clean shaven and I appreciate that. We used to do a thing where we called it cage-free Sunday and he got to be or free range Sunday where he got to take it off on Sundays. Now that doesn't mean that he got laid every Sunday or that we had sex or anything like that. It just meant he didn't have to wear the cage that day. It was just a day off for him. However, that did not last long for a couple of reasons. He has been wearing it all the time, every day for quite some time. And then when we implemented the free range Sunday, he felt odd without it on. It's almost like it's a part of him now which I absolutely fucking love. So he preferred not to take it off on Sundays. In addition to that, Mondays are a rough day. I I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. Mondays have always been a rough day for me, but working it into the routine to add the extra time it takes for him to get that on because sometimes his balls just don't want to cooperate and they hightail it to his throat when he's trying to get it on. It's not always. But he didn't really care to have to add that additional time to getting ready on Monday mornings, so he just chose to keep it on. As far as him getting a release, I pretty much just, it's kind of whenever I feel like it. And I much more enjoy making him drip in his cage than allowing a full-on release. Also, chances are if I do allow him full-on release, I'm going to fucking ruin it for him anyway. Now, some of you may be thinking, how fucking boring are we? Where's the whips and chains and punishments or punishments? My whole reason for sharing this is so that people out there don't feel so overwhelmed when it comes to being in a female-led relationship. It's your relationship. You do what makes you happy. What works for your life. It does not have to be whips and chains and leading him around by a leash attached to his cage. Not that I'm opposed to that. By any means. It just doesn't fit in our lifestyle at this current moment. Our relationship is always evolving. And we are finding new things to incorporate all the time. We're always learning. We're always doing research. 
we just currently have limitations and have to adapt. So we still participate in the relationship and we adapt because it's something that we both wholeheartedly stand behind and believe in. I've said this thousands of times, I'm sure, but this is by far the most healthy relationship I have ever been in. I have never trusted any man as much as I trust my husband. And I have never been with anyone that I can honestly say I would tell anything to. There's nothing that I'm embarrassed to talk to him about. There's nothing that I'm shy to talk to him about. I am 100% open and honest with him as he is with me. I just, we have a rock solid foundation and I've never had that with anybody ever besides him. And don't get me wrong, we have our fun time. He maybe doesn't get a release, but I get many. And again, it's all about me. So if anyone out there has any questions about anything I talked about on here, I just want you to realize that you can still have a female-led relationship with a very vanilla side. It's possible. Again, it's your relationship. Do what works for you and makes you happy. That's what's most important. So for next week, I am going to post a poll on my Patreon to determine what next week's topic will be about. Are you one of my patrons? And if not, why? It's super easy. And even if you aren't one of my patrons, please, if you have any questions at all, do not hesitate to reach out. I am always open to answering questions. I appreciate you all. And as always, have a fantastic week and stay safe in this crazy world we're living in. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things that I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast, find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. Also, I'm on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers like Spank Bank Audios, as well as hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Oh, and there may be some cute pics of me there, along with custom video options as well. Hit me up on OnlyFans and mention that you heard me on the podcast, and I will give you a discount there also. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thanks so much. Be a good human being and stay safe. Can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!